In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the blessed month of Hatur, and the theme of this Coptic month is listening to the Word of God, listening to the Word of God in our life. And today the Gospel is from Luke chapter 8. It's the Gospel of the parable of the sower. And God willing, next week, the Gospel will be from Matthew chapter 13. Also the Gospel of the parable of the sower. Because the theme is listening to the Word of God in our life. And this will be very fortunate for us because... Today I was planning to speak about all the grounds, but I only got to one. So next week we can continue. The gospel of today speaks about, or at the end of the gospel today, the Lord concludes saying, He who has ears, let him hear. And the parable of the sower is, is well known, and it's about a sower or a farmer who sows or plants seed, and the sower sowed seed. Some fell by the wayside, some fell on stony ground, some fell among thorns, some fell on good ground. And these types of ground represent the hearts of man, the hearts of man. It represents our response to the word of God. And what's beautiful is you see that different grounds respond differently. And if you you could be, like you could or we could have been, in the wayside, and what that means is that when I hear the word of God, I reject the word of God in my life. So I was the wayside. But then maybe another time I hear the word of God, and maybe I mature a little bit, and I accept the word of God as truth, and I find joy in the word of God, then maybe I have become a different type of ground. And maybe I've become like good ground, or maybe stone or thorny ground. And then if I internalize the word of God so much that it becomes permanent that it starts to bear fruit, then I see that I am like a good ground. The Word of God is making an effect in my life. And today I just wanted to focus about the wayside. The wayside. At first I used to think the wayside, that, like why do we care about the wayside? Ahna Christian, we're all good. So who cares about the wayside? But actually, the wayside could hit a lot of people, man. Could hit a lot of people. The wayside is hard ground. Is very hard ground. It rejects the word of God. And one of the reasons why the wayside could become the wayside is... You know what the wayside is? The wayside is... It's a walking path. And the wayside became hard ground. Why? Because people have been trampling on the wayside. So everybody, especially if I came on the wayside and I compact it with all of my weight, it bears the ground and then the ground becomes very hard. And many people, oftentimes, they reject the word of God in their life. Why? Because they have been walked upon and trampled upon. And they've been stomped on. And so... Maybe this is the result of like an absentee or abusive father. So now the person doesn't want to even think about a heavenly father. Because the concept of fatherhood has been destroyed for that person. Or perhaps that person was stepped on by their peers in toxic, abusive friendships or relationships. And then 
That's a great way to create people by the wayside. Great way to create people by the wayside is to like abuse them. Yeah, even I was thinking about like a car that has has like two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand miles on it, and then you say, Habibi, take this car and go on a road trip to Los Angeles. You say, dude, the car is yeah, it can't, it's it doesn't have anything left in it. It's done. And I feel, many people feel in Christianity, خلاص, I tried a million times, nothing's changed, this is over. Al-Qar mayita. And then you come and tell me, Abuna, you have a new life in Jesus. You say, oh, shh. See for somebody else. So then, I am now in the wayside. I am in the wayside. Another way to create very hard ground is to withhold water. To withhold water from the ground. If you take water from the ground, it becomes dry. It becomes very dry. Even now we're getting into the cold weather, and I'm going to start looking at your hands, and you'll see your hands now become very dry. There's no humidity, humidity in the air. So then your hands become brittle. And that's why you have to be moisturizing and licking your hands constantly. Shan to keep yourselves to keep your hands moistured. Water softens the ground. People who have been away from the church, maybe they never grew up in a church, maybe they've never heard the word of God, maybe they live away from the word of God. They can become very, very, very Dry, very, very dry. Because every time I come to the church, the Word of God nourishes my soul. It nourishes my soul. It softens my soul. I become convicted of my sin. It breaks me down. The Word of God breaks me down. It humbles me. The Gospel teaches me to love unconditionally. The Gospel teaches me to forgive. The Gospel teaches me to be merciful. The Gospel teaches me about the love of God. So what would you expect from someone who doesn't get these reminders day in and day out? I would expect that they would be very, very, very cold. I would expect them to be very, very bitter. I would expect them not to be able to love unconditionally. They would only love people that would love them. They would only be good to people who are good to them. If you weren't reminded constantly, don't do this, don't do this. And that's so shallow, that type of love. I just love you because you're nice to me. Ha ha ha. So shallow. Very, very shallow. That has no depth. That is the wayside. That is the wayside. St. Isaac the Syrian, he said, The beginning of the slothfulness, the beginning of the darkening of the mind, sorry, the beginning of the darkening of the mind, just the beginning of it, is first seen in slothfulness with regard to church services and prayer. Without the water, without the bread of life, without everything nourishing you every day, you will become dry. You will become the wayside. You will reject the word of God. Another way to create very hard ground is maybe you don't water it. You know what's another way to make really hard ground? is to scorch it with the light. Just burn it up. 
light it on fire. And unfortunately, we live in an age where there's so many doctrines and so many denominations and each Christianity preaching different faiths and practices and they differ substantially from everyone and everybody can come up with their own doctrine. And these inaccuracies in faith, in doctrine, in practices, sometimes in the name of Christ, we can actually turn people against Christ. And may God forgive me or any other priest or preacher or teacher or whoever who turned people away from Christ because they used the Bible as a weapon to destroy people. So then the love of God does not seem like, or the idea that God is love does not seem like a God of love because he's been misrepresented by me by any ممكن by anyone and then you remember like this was the idea that the disciples had when the disciples they were rejected by the samaritans the disciples said lord should we call down and command fire from heaven to consume these people just as elijah did that'd be a great idea we have the truth we have everything They don't believe, they rejected us, they're mean to us. God, destroy them. And the Lord rebuked them and said, what are you talking about? He said, the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And I feel like sometimes we become like these apostles. And we we wish our enemies to be destroyed by fire. Anyone who stands in our The Son of Man came not to destroy men's lives, but to save them. This mentality creates people by the wayside who reject the Word of God. Even our Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter 3, the, verse, the most famous, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish. The next verse says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to that, that the world through Him might be saved. Whenever I speak to people who have left Christianity, the most frequent response that I get from people who have left Christianity is they say Christians are fake Christians are hypocrites fake Christians or nominal Christians they destroy they create this land they create the wayside Hypocrites are people who wear masks. They say, but they do not do. And that's why hypocrisy destroys the church. The church that is supposed to breed a new life. The one that is supposed to be a beacon of hope. The church that's supposed to be a place of refuge and mercy. Becomes breeding ground for division and hatred. And then they, we speak about kindness, and we have a theme of friendship, and we do all of these things in the church, and we should be nice, and we should love each other. And then you go outside in the Sunday school rooms, and everybody eating everybody up. And then they say, Taban, the church da, 
مفيش ربنا فيها so then I'll become the wayside I don't want to do anything I don't care about this I don't want to do anything about this we need to be very careful about this this causes someone to become very 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 hard another way to create or to, to create wayside is to be super 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 distracted in the gospel of today the Lord said those who are by the wayside are the ones who hear but then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved how did the devil come how did the devil come and take away the word so quickly how how distraction distraction he distracts us with anything could be a notification and like my love social media i love it because then you are distracted distracted completely you could be distracted by work you could be distracted by fun you could be distracted by food you could be distracted by anything and the easiest way for the devil to keep us in darkness if you were like the devil if you were the devil, the easiest way to keep people in darkness would be don't let them hear the word of god callless just shut them like when the word of god's being pre- just put them to sleep don't like don't let any time the word of god is being preached have a notification go to like snapchat mashafe send stupid pictures to each other ida I can't tell you how many times we've been in Sunday school and we've been in retreats and we'd be sitting there and I'd be like this the, like whoever's speaking I'm like oh my lord this is in like incredible stuff and I look around the room my head is paying attention callous in different worlds not even hearing one word that is said welcome to the wayside welcome to the wayside the devil has been very successful and convinced us by all of these distractions and limiting the word of god to come into our hearts we need to fight this distraction yani one thing that i've noticed too every liturgy too and i the same we get bombarded with so many different things and now the devil has even convinced us we don't even need to come to liturgy you say we just come for sunday school or we just do this or we'll come next week or we'll do like he has shut the door so far it wasn't even like yani used to people come 10 minutes before communion good that's great maybe whatever now it's not even we don't even come to church we come for sunday school shuftu di lahastu kayadi this is like the devil has already said khalas we've limited the word of god you don't even need to come to liturgy and the liturgy that every prayer every word everything does like seeds boom 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 hitting you non-stop for 3 hours seed word of god word of god word of god word of god and then why had you i'm just sleeping at home okay sleep then you miss out on the word of god then you miss out on the power of the word of god to transform your life you be the wayside and now you say abuna like i say abuna or i tell people like you need to focus you know what everybody says now 
I have ADD. Well, I'm not, that's fine. That's great. But having ADD or ADHD or whatever disorder doesn't give you a license to not focus. If I have a condition such as this, then that should mean I should strive all the more to focus. Yeah, if I, someone says, I have ADD, I can't focus, I say, Sub, do you have screen time? On your, no. Okay. Good for you. He has cholesterol issues. And he takes cholesterol medication, but then he goes and eats the, the, the food full of cholesterol, non-stop, every minute. And he's just eating, but he says, I take my cholesterol medication. And I'm not a doctor, but then I feel that's ridiculous. We do the same thing. I'm so distracted, I'm so distracted. I have all these things. To limit your distractions. Focus. Sit by yourself quietly. No, I don't. I can't do it. Why? It's boring. I can't do that. You are on the way to be the wayside. That the word of God can't even get to you because the devil has already taken it and, and taken it gone. It's, it's gone. It's already it's out. We discussed four causes of becoming the wayside. The wayside is because maybe we've become a walking ground. People have been stomping on me. Another way is that we've been withheld from spiritual nourishment. Another way is that we've used the Bible in the wrong ways. So we've been scorched by the Bible. We don't see God as a God of love. We see Him as a... Wrathful God. Another way is we become hardened because we are super distracted. So what's the solution to all of this? What's the solution for the people in the wayside? Some people think the wayside, I want to keep more instruction, more this, more this. If we throw more seeds. No, not the solution. Not the solution. St. Paul, in his second epistle to the Corinthians, he says, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. You might ask, then, if the God of this age has blinded them, then God, why don't you allow them to see? Hinti, you open the eyes of the blind man, you open the eyes of everybody, why don't you just open their eyes? But there's a greater wisdom here, is that if God opens their eyes, chances are, like unwillingly, they will just... Close them again. So the wisdom of God is to let their eyes be closed. Why? After their eyes are closed, with time, with patience, with perseverance and prayer, they will be convinced on their own that I need to open my eyes. I need to open my eyes. That's why in the church of Corinth, there was a man who was committing sexual immorality. The solution that St. Paul gives to this, this issue is not, hey, let's give him a sermon. Maybe let's talk to him, convince him that he... 
The solution was, hey man, get out of the church. You're not allowed in the church. Why? Because this sin is like, the sin he was doing was unbelievable. It was like cancer in the church. And he says, he says, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. I've delivered this person to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. That his spirit, though, may be saved. Maybe after he goes and he lives with Satan, he says, the dunya is not nice, my Satan. When the prodigal son is in the, the, in the pig's thigh, he's going to open his eyes and say, I don't want to be in the pig's thigh anymore. I need to open my eyes. I need to come out of the wayside. The only way out of the wayside is for one to open their eyes, to search for truth. To be convinced that I, this is not true. This is not the way I'm living. The way I'm living is wrong. And then, if that idea comes, then God will come and open and complete the process and visit with grace. Yeah? May God protect us from the wayside and may God open our eyes. All of us, we need to be careful from the distractions. Be careful from using the Bible. We need to know that our God is a merciful God, caring God, not a destructive. We need to read like, be very cognizant of the wayside. And glory be to God forever. Amen.